Welcome back to another episode of the All Over Podcast. It's your favorite two, Zion and Storm. Yes, sir. Today we got something special for you guys. Um, this is something that you guys, it might be new coming from us. Um, but you know, we like to have, we like to work hard and we play hard too. We like to discuss topics of their own. So um, you know, a lot of people like to speak down on this specific uh I guess you could say industry and they try and make it seem like it's the worst thing to do in the world, which I feel like is not. But instead of me and Norm discussing it, going back and forth, we have someone here who could talk about it. So, Miss Sabrina, tell us about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Sabrina. Um, I have a husband. I have two children. Um, I have a, you know, I've worked on a bachelor's degree while with two kids so I have that. I also wrote a memoir called Train Ride, and I self-published and self-narrated it. And it's just about mental health and um, all of the ho- like the hard obstacles that I've gone through in life, um, and grief and loss. And you know, I developed um, postpartum depression pretty badly. And my son has a little bit of special needs. He's more of, um, ha- uh, I-, I would say he is, he's definitely got ADHD and a few other things. So it's been quite difficult. So I couldn't work due to, um, he couldn't wear masks. So now that masks were lifted, um, he was able to go to daycare. So I've put him in daycare so that he can know kids. Like he's a pandemic baby, pretty much. He doesn't really know. (laughs) Yeah. Like pandemic babies, man. So, uh, that's been, you know, really, really good for him. And I'm super happy, but then I don't, have like we only have one car we're living on one car and with my husband's job like he needs the car he does HVAC so I'm over here like well what do I do so you know that's when I started writing books and you know doing things and then I don't know I kept now I don't know if you guys have heard of her but her name is Stephanie and she's on Instagram I don't know how to say her last name so oh if I get this wrong but motto or moto um and she's made like billions for <laughs> farting in jars <laughs> oh, wow. i don't yeah i don't know if you guys have ever heard about this <laughs> I, I heard about it yeah yeah so i was i always followed her i'm a reality tv show type of gal so I followed her before this, but then um, I started seeing all the stuff she was doing, and she was on OnlyFans, and for the longest time, she was doing that. She made a crap load of money doing it, and I, you know, was like, oh, God, like, where does it end? Where does it, like, who buys farts in a jar? Like, who in the heck in the right mind does that? Like, what? So, turns out it's a thing because she's a billionaire. So, OnlyFans, 
you know, kind of went into a different direction, uh, has more higher celebrities on there. And it, it, it just kind of turned more into like reality TV shows, episodes, things like that, where adult content wasn't really, uh, I guess, advertised. So I don't know. I, I, so she created something called unfiltered um, and it's spelled differently. It's called U N F I L T R D. And it's a platform where it's the same thing, same type of idea as OnlyFans, but it's more secured. Uh, OnlyFans has been known for leaks on celebrities. So it's much more secured. There's like 12 different type of like admins and like um, tech support. And they've really, really, really worked this out before starting it. So I did my research before, I guess, really, you know, getting into this. And then, of course, I talked with my husband. I, you know, didn't know if I was comfortable doing it. So I started to take some photos and um, I've never been one to feel like good in my body. You know, I've never even looking the best of the best. <laughs> I have never felt good. And taking these photos that, yeah, are a little risque, but, you know, taking them just alone and I don't know, getting like to know my body better really made me feel more body positive. So with that being said, I spoke with my husband and I then decided that this is what I was going to do. I wasn't going to hide my face because at first I was going to hide my face, but that I like to do my makeup. I like to, you know, I like to get all dialed up. So then I'm like defeating the purpose, I guess, really. Um, and then I can't use my social media to, um, I guess, promote. So that was the harder part on it. Um, so I started posting and promoting on my social media. And I've gotten much positive feedback as well. Um, subscribers, of course. And it's not that I needed, I guess, subscribers to say, wow, you're so gorgeous or you're so hot or like, I don't, it, it's not like I needed that. I needed to feel good in my own skin. And through taking photographs and things like that, I did. And that's what I really needed. And I learned to love my body in my own way, maybe not the traditional way. And, you know, I'm not traditional. I'm not your average girl. And that's totally fine. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but the judgment and, you know, behind it, it definitely is a taboo thing. And I understand that. And it's a generational thing. And it's also a judgment thing, too, when it comes to you don't if you're not educated in it, you don't you're only picturing the worst. Right. So, you know, I guess from doing my research, I learned much more about it and I became less judgmental. I mean, a girl farts in a jar and made a billion dollars. I mean, I judged that for a minute, okay? And 
than saying, I guess, how far it's gotten her in life, like all just for that, like, okay, like you're just right. satisfying somebody's pleasure and you're not doing anything. You're not meeting at pe people at motels. You're not, you know, prostituting yourself. You're just like, yeah, selling some content or items, I guess, um, for some money and also having fun doing it. So I guess that's kind of my take on it. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other questions with that, but yeah, I mean, it's been nothing but good and I've loved every minute of it, to be honest with you. You mentioned that you talked to your husband about the whole idea first. So mm -hmm. it's too much detail because I understand it's a private conversation. Like how, how did that go? Because I know like the, the, I'll say the typical husband, quote unquote, would kind of be like apprehensive about his wife, you know, taking pictures and posting them online. So how, how, how <laughs> so to be quite honest with you, he was like, so you're telling me, cause we have, we have two children. We're busy. He doesn't get home until late. Like by the time he gets home, he's ready for bed. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired in the morning. Like it's, we're just like totally off schedule. So he, his more response was, you better send me all the pics and um, they get to see your boobs, but I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, <laughs> um, so no, it's actually been really good. Um, he was very supportive. He knows how I've always felt with my body and with myself, I guess you can say, and he knows me, we've been together for almost nine years. So he knows me extremely well, I guess. So it's definitely, he was not like the average, I, I didn't, I thought he would be better. I don't, I, or not better, but like more like OMG, that's crazy. Um, but no, he was like, whatever makes you feel good, do it, go for it. Um, but I get to see everything first. <laughs> um, and he's actually taken some photos of me. Oh, that, well, yeah, that's cool that he's uh, supportive. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's been nothing but good, I guess, over here. I, I know some husbands may not agree. And I guess the only thing I can say to people who do subscribe and to people, you know, because I know that people do get a little weirded out subscribing as well. They do get a little nervous and a little like, okay, I'm actually talking to an actual human. So that can be nerve wracking, at least for me, with me. It's, I'm like, um... I don't even know how to call it, but I think like on my podcast, I was like, I'm kind of like a sex therapist. <laughs> um, it's very confidential. I don't go and tell my husband, everybody I talk to. Uh, he, you know, that's my line of work and he knows that and we keep that separate as long as I send him my pictures. He's good. Um, and, you know, there's no shame in, in subscribing and there, you know, for husbands out there with their wives who want to do it. I know many, many um, wives who do do it and their husbands take the photos, take the videos, and it actually like spices their relationship up, which is pretty cool. 
yeah, that's uh, I, um. So to clarify, would you consider yourself a sex worker? Um, I feel like yes and no. So sex worker, I feel like to me is somebody who is on Pornhub having sex with a bunch of men. Um, you know, uh, what's the other thing called? An escort. Um, I feel like that might be more of like sex work. I feel like this is just in general adult content. So if I was with a bunch of dudes, like, you know, and posting that, then yeah, absolutely. I would definitely say a sex worker. Um, but to me, I think it's just more adult content. Um, there's, you know, different subscription levels. And with that being said, I just feel that, um, I guess you could say that it's, it's not as bad as people make it out to be. You can choose whatever you want to do, whatever you're comfortable with. You lay out your subscription packages that way as well. So they know what to expect with each package deal. So that's kind of how it goes. I mean, you choose the cheapest package, you, you know, you get with, well, at least for me, you know, you only get really pictures and things like that. The highest package, yeah, we can get farther in it, but it does also include a menu. So if you want like a custom thing, it's going to cost money. It costs money. Like I'm not, you know, it's not cheap. To, so you get to what you pay this. for pretty much. Yeah, you get what you pay for. If you, if you want, like, I don't know what I can really say on this. Like, is this... <laughs> Is this explicit? Like an explicit one? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Speak your, yes. Mind. Speak your mind. Oh, okay. Perfect. So, like, okay, bondage, BDSM, all of that stuff. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to cost some money. Okay, bro. Like, that is not cheap. I, I'm not like super into that. That is not my thing. But if it's your thing, okay, you're just going to be paying more money. <laughs> and that's kind of how I put it. I like to make people happy and I like to, please people but it's yeah you get what you pay for um and it also does say it on there so that's why I feel like people shouldn't be as ashamed or like nervous to sign up or whatever it may be and why I think unfiltered is the best of the best because you get so much more out of it like coming up there's going to be an auction um so there's two auctions and there's going to be an item auction where all members, like you don't even have to be a subscriber or a, fo or a follower. Uh, you could just be you and you post an item that you're going to sell. Or the I think the next week after, it's going to be a digital item. And it's just fun. Like, I don't know. The site is just really fun. It gets everybody to work together and have fun and just be yourself. Gotcha, man. Well, um, so with this, with you doing this, do you consider this more as a career or is this just something that you do as, you know, for fun or like a, you know, a side hustle? What, what would you consider this? I feel like um, it depends. So I'm not going to have 
like, I mean, eventually one day I'm going to be a wrinkly old lady, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, some people are into that too. So, <laughs> but, um, so I wouldn't say necessarily my huge career, unless all of a sudden I'm the girl who farts in a jar making a billion dollars and can become some entrepreneur creating my own site then I would consider it a career. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, for right now, I think I'm just having fun and um, I'll see where it takes me. You know, I, it's not bad money, but, you know, I'll see where it takes me later and then I'll decide. But I do have a bachelor's in health services administration. I am an author. I, I do other things and I do podcasts as well. So I do other things to, I guess, you know, as careers, career options, if that makes sense. Right. So I don't, I don't want to get too personal, but I did hear you mention like, you know, there were some hardships in your life. So do you think that your hardships caused you to, you know, be a content creator or did you just like want to do this? Um, I think if you would have asked me when I was 18, then I would have said, yeah. Um, but now, no. Um, I really feel that if anything, it's helped my mental health and has just really opened my mind to different things, different exploring different things, um, learning what my body is again. I mean, having two kids and stuff, you know, you kind of forget like who you are in your own skin. And I figured that out real, real quick doing this. So if anything, I think it did the opposite. I was feeling really low for a really long time and I haven't felt any better. And like I said, it's not for the compliments that I get. It's not for, you know, all of the messages or anything like that. Um, It's just due to learning to love my body and taking photos and getting to know who I am in my own skin again. But he isn't, you know, five foot 10 blonde hair and, you know, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And that's, I guess, kind of my journey with it. And, you know, when I did look my best of my best, you know, I, I struggled, like I said, with mental health already. And I was 12 struggling and, in and out of psychiatric wards and I was having like a psychotic break and not doing well. And I developed um, bulimia because they put me on a medication called Risperidol and it made me gain, it was an antipsychotic. It made me gain 50 pounds in two months. Um, And obviously they took me off of that really quick and I was only a little kid, you know? Um, and I guess if it's a manner of life or death, I get it. But holy crap, you know? Like, so I developed an eating disorder. And it was really bad to a point where I could no longer control it. Um, it would just, you know, they would just come up. There was no stopping it. So I had to really learn myself and who I am. And I always loved taking photos. But then as the years went on, I stopped and I started to just show my face and not my body. And, you know, I, I love to do my makeup. And that's why I didn't want to hide my face or hide who I was or, 
you know, hide me. No, like I, I want to share with the world what I do and that it's okay and that there's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm not in a motel with a bunch of dudes. <laughs> like, that maybe I feel like might be a little bad. <laughs> For those people that are out there that, sh- that are struggling with uh insecurities and really accepting themselves for who they are and the way they look what what is your advice to them I would say look in the mirror look in the mirror more um I stopped looking in the mirror like four years ago I hit it I didn't want to look at myself I didn't want to know what I looked like um and take full body photos even if it's not you don't have to be naked you don't have to be you know you don't have to go extreme like I did I mean I'm just in a you know an extreme person I guess um, but I would say definitely know your body learn what your body is and learn what you like and um definitely look in the mirror and if you are really struggling where you feel like you're motivated enough to go work out or to go like do a life change. That's good too. I'm all for that. I'm not there yet. Um, and I've realized that, uh, with my eating disorder, um, past, I have tried to work out. I have tried to do things, but my problem is, is that I go too hard too quick. So, it's not healthy for me to really, until I can mentally focus on, okay, I have to take it slow. Because I, at one point, I went to go to the gym and I was eating kale for like a week um, and taking HCG supplements, which is um, you're only taking 500 calories in a day. And you're taking HCG because it's making your body think that you're eating for two. Um, And then I would go to the gym and I would work out for two hours straight, even though I hadn't worked out in two years. (laughs) And I, at one point, it got, yes, it got so bad where I couldn't breathe. I was so dizzy and I passed out in the locker room. Um, And... That's why that sometimes it can be unhealthy. You have to be careful with yourself. And I learned that. Um, And I learned that, you know what, for now, I just have to look in the mirror. I just have to take photos. I just need to learn what my body is. What does, I mean, what do I look like? Like, you know, like I don't know besides my face, like I don't know the rest of me. And it was interesting to learn what that was. And I, so I would recommend that is look in the mirror. And if you could work out and do things and eat healthier and, you know, I, my problem is that I eat once a day. So <laughs> that's not good either. Um, but, you know, I really feel like it's your own journey. It's your own personal journey. Your journey is not going to be my journey and my journey is not going to be your journey type of thing. But I think really just looking in the mirror, knowing what you want to do with yourself, you know? Yeah. I really like that answer. Um, I had a question for you. Um, Did you grow up in a religious household? Yeah. Okay. So, like, okay. so, well, how did your family react to you know your your decision? 
<laughs> so, okay, I'm your typical Puerto Rican family. You know, I got like 500 of us up in there. So, <laughs> um, my great grandma, <laughs> my great grandmother had 11 children. So, uh, they're all from Puerto Rico and they, you know, kind of came over here. So, I have 11 great aunts and uncles. So, you know, imagine that. And then you got the cousins after that and this, the, you know, siblings and all of that. So yeah, my family is huge. I have not heard too much yet. I do know uh, my grandmother did call up my godmother crying in hysterics and saying I was an embarrassment. <laughs> um, and I do oh. know that there's probably yeah, there's probably a few people praying the rosary in church um, and thinking that once again, Sabrina is mentally ill and, you know, here we go again. I knew she was going to do something like that. <laughs> um, I knew she was a whore. Like, um, you know, I, <laughs> I know that there are going to be people like that and that's okay. I, I told my godmother, you know, if, if people do say something right now, I'm still trying to accept it, I guess, in a way. And so I really don't want to hear what my family has to say too much anymore because I'm still trying to come, come, come with terms with that, you know, come to terms with that. So. All right. You're happy with your decision and, you know, kind of like your husband is happy with it. The hell with everybody else. Yes, exactly. And, you know, I did have, which I find hilarious, but an ex subscribed. Um, and I knew he would. Uh -oh. And I told my husband, <laughs> I told my husband, I said, just an FYI, you're probably going to have a couple of exes subscribe. I would not be surprised. And sure enough, the typical people that I thought would subscribe totally did. And he had the nerve to ask me for things, right? And then on the side, text me like uh, some like fatherly lecture of what would my, you know, would I want my daughter doing this? And what, you know, uh, I guess like what would my daughter think of me? And I'm like, yo, bro, are you for real? Like you, <laughs> like you. Right? Like, <laughs> you just subscribed and I sent you personal things that you're paying for and you want to give me a fatherly lecture now, bro? Like, screw you. I mean, <laughs> like, what? And then the dude had the nerve the next day to ask for something else, saying, like, what are you going to send me today? Bro. Bro. Like, you just told, you just said, like, you hit a nerve. You talked about my kid. Like, you don't do that. Um, and right. I guess the question, yeah, like, I guess the question to that, too, because I'm sure plenty of people want to know that as well. Um, my kids are never around if I'm doing content. Um, I always make sure, you know, my son is in daycare. My kid is usually at school. Now she's off, but she's staying with her father uh, a lot um, this summer, which will be great because she doesn't really get to do that often. Um, so anytime content is being done, it is not when my kids are around. Okay. Like, no, I would never do that. I don't believe in that. That's not okay. That's not cool. Like that's kind of disgusting. 
Um, no, ew. So anybody who has a comment on that, no, my kids are not in the home when I do it. I actually am usually by myself. So like, <laughs> what's what's an upside and a downside to you know, an adult content creator's world? So that's actually a good question. The upside, obviously, would be the money, and I also get to know people. Um, that's, that's really fun. And talking to other girls, that's very fun too. Cause we both do this. We all do the same thing, you know? So we're, we're hustling over here. So we, you know, follow each other on Instagram. And like I said, I was followed by the girl who farts in a jar. I've talked to her. That's pretty cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, and she's liked my stuff. So I feel like super famous and, um, <laughs> Oh, and then, you know, I'm, I'm top number one, create one of, one of the number one creators on that site. So that always makes me feel good as well. And I'm top rated. So all of that is just 100% great. And like I said, body positivity was the number one. The negative <laughs> are the people um, who are extremely, extremely cheap and expect so much, but are cheap. Um, I have definitely a weird person I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> he is um, like, he's into dominant. Now, I don't know if this is a girl or a boy, so I'm going to say he, but I don't know. I we I don't know. But he's a very dom he's into dominant and humiliation, if that makes sense. So like calling you names um and telling you to do really disturbing things. I'm like, oh my God, what did your mom do to you? Like <laughs> uh, whatever, no shame, I guess, but a little weird. So he only pays like 20 bucks like a month for me I'm like yeah I'm not doing this bro so um and next time he does message me because he reaches out every few days uh and he's very persistent like I need to respond right away right like he's dominant he needs to be served right that's his thought in his head and oh my god man if he knew who I actually was like I am no server okay like <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, you get what you pay for, but he's not paying. Like, you're not getting anything out of this. Mm. You just want to, like, message me dirty, gross, disgusting things. And I'm just, like, walking around the house, like, sipping on my coffee, pretending like I'm doing it. Like, that's weird. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, so with that being said, uh, have you ever came across an individual that was rude because – you didn't want to do something and like it might have made you feel like you know a bit uncomfortable with what they were asking um i would say two just the two that that person and then another person who i happen to know um which makes it more uncomfortable and yeah this person's more of like a dominant and into like some freaky stuff too and yes he does he did actually subscribe to the top dollar stuff but because I know him and he makes me feel a little uncomfortable 
I have my ways of like, listen, you're going to be paying this much um, for this or this. And then they're like, okay, I'm sorry. So I thought I paid for the highest package to get this. And I'm like, well, did you look at my menu? Like, if you want this, you have to pay for this. Like, there's a whole menu set up. Like, read it, guys. Read it. (laughs) Uh, So it's a little uncomfortable when, you know, people are like, well, basically, you're just too expensive. And I'm like, okay, no, I'm not too expensive. And if you want free, go on porn sites. They're free. They're totally free. But if you want me to say your name, you want things personalized. That takes time and energy, especially, you know, some BDSM type of stuff that you guys might want. That is time and energy. So I'm not going to do that just because you pay a higher monthly subscription. I don't know if you're going to pay next month. I don't know if that's going to happen. So no, you're going to pay this. Like you want custom. Here you go. Have fun. (laughs) But I will also say, yeah, I will also say I have a couple, I would say like two subscribers that I really, really love so much and they do pay like top dollar, never complain on my content uh, and the prices. And so even tomorrow, like I'm doing a free video chat with one of them because they've you know, really invested a lot into my content. And so I do negotiate as well. And I am very open-minded and just a nice person in general. Like I'm not an ass. I'm not like you're going to be paying a thousand dollars, you know, for this and for that. No, like if you are loyal and you are, um, you know, paying, you know, a, a lot of money, my God, you know, yeah, I'm going to give you, I guess, rewards, if that makes sense, you know, rewards or, or, you know, just be nice, I guess, in a sense, if that makes sense. Like, I am just a nice person, too. And I like to make people happy. You know, to be honest, my first, uh, first, the first hour I posted on social media, I made 200 and some dollars. Just the first hour (laughs) of like posting. But granted, you have the exes and a little bit of like the, you know, people that have always followed me, but like, you know, (laughs) didn't get ever a chance to talk to me type of thing. Um, So (laughs) that's how that happened. But, you know, within that. And on top of it, what's cool about Unfiltered is they promote you on their site. Um, and I thought it was kind of funny because, because of the auction, like I said, with unfiltered that they're doing coming up, they asked me now TMI, but this is kind of funny. Okay. I'm trying to think outside of the box. Like if you're going to sell an item, of course, everybody's going to do the bra or like things like that. Um, (laughs) so I, you know, they, they put on their story. So What's funny about the unfiltered with the auction is that they posted on their story, you know, what are you going to sell? So I said an oldie, but a goodie 
as in a toothbrush, like a vibrating toothbrush, because, <laughs> because you know, girls are known for, you know, their first masturbating is with a vibrating type of toothbrush or something. <laughs> they were cracking uh-huh. up at me. <laughs> um so it's really cool because they promote you they joke with you they're like i mean no shame but that is the funniest thing way to throw us all out there (laughs) um so they really work with you and that's why i like unfiltered because they're human and they talk to you like they're human yeah that that, that's what's up that's really because you know i think a lot of times people just feel like you know, people who, uh, you know, post things online or who are in your industry or, you know, just, you know, like I said, full-on sex workers, they kind of get like, oh, they're they're not human. They're less than human. They don't respect themselves. Mm-hmm. They're whores or they're, you know, this, they're that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it's, it's cool to know that, like, you yourself have found a community where you're not viewed that way. No. Yeah. Not at all. It's It's been really, really fun. And you know, it does suck because like there's some stuff like I'll post on TikTok and I get like so mad because I have literally seen like girls humping guys on like within videos and that's okay. That's approved. But if I'm posting, you know, something, um, I forget. Oh, just kind of like promoting, you know, promoting my thing and like just having like a cute picture. Now, mind you, the picture is not nude. It's not even like, you know, oh, stars over my boobs type of photo. Like nothing like that. It honestly was just a photo in a bathing suit type of idea. And it was taken down. Somebody reported it for sexual exploitation. Um, yet everybody can post all this other stuff on their TikToks, but I can't. So obviously I got a hater, but that's okay. You, you know what I found <laughs> with things like that is it's usually, um, you know, these social, these big social media companies, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, well, not so much Twitter, but <laughs> Twitter's the land in the wild. But, um, <laughs> you know, they, they, for some reason, it's like, if you're, like I said, if you're, you know, a five, seven white girl mm-hmm. skinny, you're supposed to be bikini picture, you're perfectly fine. But if you're more curvier, you're supposed to be bikini picture, right. now it's sexualized where you don't have the, you can't leave your body out of the picture. Right. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, um, I, I'm Hispanic. I, you know, I have curves. I, you know, am not this blonde, blue eyed you know, perfect body type of girl. Um, and they don't get flagged, but I do like that to me, seems a little, um, uh, sexist or I, I like, I really don't know how, or I guess, but bo- negative body positivity, they don't want you to show off, you know, girls who have, curves um you know hispanic with curves like nobody wants that they they want the girl who's you know blonde blue-eyed with a a great body and that won't get flagged but i will right yeah that's that's crazy Mm -hmm. so um i this is a personal question so i don't want you to give it exact but like a ballpark just for like people out there like 
how profitable is this? Like I said, don't go exact because you know that's none of our business or anyone else's. But like, how <laughs> what how profitable is this? So you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, it will not be that profitable. Um, I do have a couple of people that have used my referral link and they haven't become profitable because one, they haven't shared it. And that's the big taboo part is sharing it on your platform. So you have to create like a whole new platform, which is ground zero. It's going to take you forever. Um, like if you think about it, we started, you know, Facebook and all this stuff so long ago where we have a platform, we have that. So it's super easy to share, but, um, it's profitable if you're willing one to really put it out there and two, you got to keep up with that. You have to, it is a job. Like uh, there, it's not like I, you know, I sit at home doing nothing. It is constant. You promote, you, you know, post what you can on social media. You tag your links. You find other groups where you can tag your links. You network with other girls. Like I've networked with a few of them and we do, you know, shout outs on our Instagram for each other. Um, And that's a way to do things as well. Um, YouTube it, uh, definitely go on YouTube, maybe do a YouTube channel specifically for it and tag it. Um, then you can be profitable, but it takes work. It is not easy peasy lemon squeezy. (laughs) Like, um, I mean, if you look at the hours I've worked and the money I've made, it's pretty much your typical full-time job right now until I get more subscribers, but I'm fairly new to it. So I can say as of right now, this is great, but (laughs) looking at the hours I've put into it, which, you know, is why I got to talk to my dude that wants to BDSM the whole time. Um, (laughs) looking at the hours, putting into it, it's still the same as your typical job um, until you get more subscribers. So that's why you have to keep promoting. Like I just promoted a picture on Instagram that is not me, you know, and anything explicit. So they allowed it. So I promoted that for like $30, I think, um, in, for an advertisement. So things like that you could do. And that goes a long way. So I would just say people should do that um, if they're planning on doing something like this. And once again, if you're going to be a subscriber and you're going to be a creator, don't be ashamed. Like, yeah, we're people, but it's actually more fun that way. Like we get to talk to you. Like I said, I'm like a sex therapist, confidential. And, you know, I think I put on my like bio, like I can be whatever you want me to be. That, that, so. That's, um, so what is and again don't I don't want you to give too much out because if they want to know what you do then they can go subscribe we'll make sure that we you know we give you a chance <laughs> to put your link out there but like yeah. what's the wildest thing 
been requested to do. Again, you know, this is like you can be open. This is free. We'll mark it as explicit. It's you know. We'll okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so I will give you guys a thing I did that I've always wanted to try, um, but I was I was like <laughs> I was really scared. Um, I on camera like I had like date night with my husband type of thing and I did my first anal experience right on camera um <laughs> I mean you could tell it was my first time um, <laughs> but it did make money um and it was really actually interesting I you know I couldn't sit for a few days <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I was like so prude in that area like I I didn't know like I've never done that so I was like oh like I want to do this and how cool would it be to actually like get it on camera um and I did yeah I made sure I drank some wine I was relaxed like I I was taking tips from the girls like what do I do um but it worked out great and it was a hit and I would say that that's one of my top videos right now so does your husband participate in your videos not really um he just participated in um a couple that like nights so like I have that costs a little more. That does cost a little more money um, because of him being kind of included. But, um, yeah, just that night he was included. <laughs> the other stuff he wasn't really included in anything. So, you guys don't really do, like, sex tapes or, like, boy-girl content and stuff like that? No. And that was, like, my first time ever doing any type of video with him. Um, So, it was definitely interesting. But he seemed, like, okay with it. Like, I was really surprised. I was like, damn, you should sign up. Um, but I don't <laughs> <laughs> let's get double the money. Let's go. Um, <laughs> but um, he, you know, he's just shy, so he wouldn't do it. But like he definitely wasn't shy to have sex with me because, like I said, we never get alone time. So um, you know, he was like totally down for it that one time. Um and I think he'd be down for it again. Like I'm doing an auction, so if people do subscribe. Um, there's a digital auction starting on the 18th and I'm actually going to be doing like a glow kind of video, a glow party video, um, where I'll have like, um, you know, black lights and like neon paint. Um, and it'll just be super fun. I'm like super excited for this one. It'll be like neon paint, like kind of like dripped on me, like everywhere. And we'll just have fun with it. And then I guess there's like a fetish with like people like balloon popping. Like if you sit on balloons and it pops, it's like a thing. People are into that. So <laughs> what? wait, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, so it, it's nothing sexual. It's just sitting on a balloon. Yeah. So this, so this, like I'll do obviously sexual stuff, but no, just sitting on a balloon guys sitting on a balloon it's like i don't know if it's uh, asmr type of weird thing but i googled it because i was talking with my cousin my cousin and i are very open 
And she was like, oh, my God, I saw this YouTube video of this girl. Like, there's people, like, into balloon. Like, I'm like, what? So I Googled it. And, like, I was already having a glow party with balloons. So I'm like, shit, okay. I'll sit on some balloons and pop them. <laughs> so, yes, that, that's going to be fun. So anybody who does want to subscribe, um, there is that auction. That one's going to be on the 18th of July, though. And um, that one's going to be fun. I'm going to have a blast with that. <laughs> but, yeah, those are the two. Yeah, those like, are the two weird the weird things, I guess you can say. One's coming up, one I already did. <laughs> okay. Okay, so um I was actually just thinking, I know how he was asking about you and your husband. Have you ever thought about doing a uh, girl on girl content or you know, have you done it before or is it something that you want to do? So, I thought about it. I'm not I'm not bisexual. Um I'm really not, but I wouldn't, if it makes sense, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like not be down for it. I feel like I would just feel a little weird because uh, like, I don't know, I'm a bisexual person, but I also think girls are hot. So I, I think both, like, I'm like, oh yeah, you're cute. Like I, I was like talking to this girl yesterday and she's like, oh my God, she's gorgeous. Her hair. Oh my God. I love her. Um, but, like, in, like, one of those, like, oh, my God, you're so hot, like, you know, type of way as, like, a girl. Um, right. Maybe not, like, bisexual. But I guess I wouldn't be, like, against it once again if the money was good. Um, I guess it really does come, you know, it really, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Uh, and I'm pretty open with things. I'm not, like I said, I just did my first anal. <laughs> on camera okay um so i'm pretty open with doing things and trying new things out so as much as i might not be bisexual i'm not against trying it out oh that, that, that that's interesting so hey ladies if you're listening and you're in you know the western new york area make sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah price better be right. <laughs> hit me up <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, it's, it's honestly, it really is just so fun. And like, I did my first anal video, you know, like not everybody needs to do that. Like you could literally just take pictures of your feet and people do purchase that. Um, right. Oddly right. enough, like, yeah, like oddly enough, one of my like biggest likes in the first, um, like few days of doing this was just a picture of like my um fishnet like they were like neon i like neon apparently they're like neon um green um like fishnet stockings out of all of my pictures that's the one that got the most likes that within those three days i'm like really neon wow. okay I get more of those <laughs> yeah and that was for free like those ones are for free if you follow me like those are for free they're little teasers you know like right. come on <laughs> come hang out 
Um, yeah, so they're little teasers. So those little those pictures are for free if you follow me. So I have like a few more questions before we get out of here because I don't want to hold yeah. you long. No, you're good. You're so, good. Are you strictly on unfiltered, or are you like do you like hop over on OnlyFans occasionally, or is it just unfiltered hundred percent? So Twitter? yeah, so I was gonna do both, but. After seeing some of the red flags, I decided to go totally just strictly unfiltered. Uh, And I really want to get that brand out a little more because I think there's also some people that don't want to sign up because they, you know, they know OnlyFans. Like, okay, I'll sign up for OnlyFans. But what the heck is unfiltered, you know? It's the same thing. It literally looks like Instagram type of deal. Um you can post like follow subscribe you can tip you can you know like right now my messages are open until sunday so i can get spammed until sunday but you do find more people and you do talk to more people and then they eventually do subscribe to you so that's another tip if people want to do it opening up sometimes some of those messages to let people talk to you but um Yeah. So, I mean, I'm strictly unfiltered and it's spelled differently. It's U-N-F-I-L-T-R-D. Totally different. Um, It's unfiltered. It's official. It's, you know, go follow the Instagram page. You can see how real it is. You can see me on there and a bunch of other girls, too. And I think a few guys, a few guys are up on there, too. It's it's cool that you're trying to get that that brand out there because you know most people only know about Patreon, OnlyFans, and there's a new one called I think what is it like Fanly or Fansly something like that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool that you're trying to get that brand out there because even when you know when uh, we first had our interaction, you were like, hey, I'm looking to kind of like you know down some stereotypes or stigmas about um you know workers. I was I was looking through your Facebook page and I was like unfiltered. What's that? So I looked <laughs> like oh. So that's what she's on. Yes. Yeah. And it's, they take care of you and I love that. And they come up with new ideas. Like I said, I mean, they're doing auctions, like we're doing fun things and they promote you on their page. If you work hard, they will praise you for that. So, you know, if you post all the time, now, mind you, it, they, they don't care what it is. But if you promote and you post and you do all of that, you're going to see success. You're going to see results and you're going to see them acknowledging you and promoting you. And I think that's what's so, so great about this site. I, I love when, like, you know, just entities, whether it be, you know, a Fortune 500 company or a small business, whatever they like just kind of, you know, they acknowledge the fact that without our employees or our subscribers or whatever the case may be, like, about you guys, you know, we wouldn't be here. So I like to see appreciation like that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, she's trying to make this go big. And I think it's getting there. It definitely is getting attention. And, um, like, I don't know if, like, like you know, anybody who does watch 90 Day Fiance, um, like, all 90 Day Fiance people are on there now. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they all switched from OnlyFans to Unfiltered. They're all promoting her, and I think it's so great. So, well, um, you know, it's been nice talking to you, Sabrina. Before we get out of here, is there, you know, you've plugged your link, but is there anything else you want to say? Let people know where they can find you. Anything else you have coming up? You mentioned you were an author. Just this is your moment. You just say whatever you want to say. Yes, ma'am. 
Yeah. Well, it's been so nice um, talking to you guys. Thank you guys for having me on. It was such a pleasure. Um, I do have a book for people, you know, who do want to know more about more about like the mental health aspect and, you know, obstacles and people are going through, you know, stuff and, you know, really hard, raw topics. Um, It's called Train Ride by Sabrina Schultz. And you can find it right on Amazon. I also self-narrated it. So be kind. Because oh. <laughs> I tried really hard. It's, <laughs> it's really hard. But you can find my audio book, Train Ride by Sabrina Schultz. It's once again a memoir. And you can find that right on Amazon, iTunes, or Audible. And I also have a podcast called Train Ride where I allow other people to share their stories. And discuss raw, hard topics and be open about it. And you can find on just all podcast um, favorites. So there's that as well. And of course, just go subscribe to me on Unfiltered, spelled differently, which I'm sure it'll say in the description, um, as Catalea Frost. That's what I named myself because I actually just like that name. (laughs) So yeah, go subscribe to me, go chat with me. My messages are open until Sunday, so you can get to know me that way as well. Well, it was really, really nice talking to you. We really enjoyed talking to you. And thank you for being so open. Exactly. And thank you for even coming on here, man. It was truly an honor for having you. Yeah, thank you guys. And go Bills. Not Absolutely, go Bills. (laughs) Bye, thank you guys. All right, bye. Take care, bye-bye. You too. Young Nap, baby.